Okay, all flight controllers, go, no, go for landing. Retro. Go. Righto. Go. Guidance. Go. Control. Go. Telcom. Go. GNC. Go. Ecom. Go. Surgeon. Go. Capcom, we're go for landing. Beautiful Mountain, Maryland. It's time for Gears of Resistance, episode 92 for July 28th, 2022. This is the official podcast of Green Shoe Garage, a small electronics design firm and a security research lab located in Western Maryland. Uh, let's see here. So uh, it has been a while since we last talked, but we're going to get back in the saddle here. Um, so we're going to try to keep things light for the first episode back, just try to Breaking the uh, breaking these new wheels, set of wheels, so to speak. Um, so let's catch up with some things. So uh, obviously made the move from Southern Maryland to Western Maryland. Um, been slowly ramping back into business, and uh, that means lately here it's been a lot of um, Arduino Pro work. So uh, since we last spoke, uh, Arduino has pro- launched its pro line of uh, microcontroller uh, embedded systems um the x the portenta um the the portenta h7 and then recently here uh what i've been using in some designs is the x8 which um we'll talk about but the bigger thing is been making a transition to uh the arduino iot cloud for doing development um, as opposed to using the desktop uh native uh, IDE to, to, to develop software. And the biggest reason is, um, while it's not as feature set, especially as the new 2.0 IDE becomes, uh, closer to, uh, becoming out of beta and becoming reality. Um, I find that I'm doing more work in support, not just in the initial fielding of a, of, of a solution, but long-term care and feeding. And by having my, code in the cloud editor and enabled to remotely do firmware updates over the air um, i can basically do a lot of work that would have otherwise required me to actually go back out on the site with a client i can do it remotely so for instance in the process of doing a solution for greenhouses and we have in concept with the minimal viable product is um now, obviously, installing hardware or future, you know, other sensors and whatnot would require being on site. But from just doing software tweaks to adding features that are uh, leverage the existing hardware that's installed, it's pretty cool to just be able to get out there, get the person up and running. They're happy. And then we can work on those second, third, fourth uh, layer, a level of requirements after the initial fielding. So it's been really cool. I've enjoyed it. Again, it's not quite um, uh, as robust as the desktop IDE, um, but it works. And it works pretty darn good. Again, uh, biggest is that the person, that wherever you're, whatever, um, and I've been using a lot of the, um, uh, the nano boards. So, so long as, uh, the location that you're at has either Wi-Fi or if it's LoRa or um, GSM, one of the you know one of the models that you know can talk remotely and can stay connected to the internet. Um, this solution works great. Obviously, 
if you are working with something that's that's standalone that doesn't have a, a, a communications pipe back out to the internet then this doesn't work and you're going to be on site updating firmware anyway but um i think that's kind of the um, uh for at least my line of work that's that's going to become more rare i think a lot of the work i'm taking when uh the places have at least some sort of wi-fi connectivity so uh and let's see here i think there is a pricing model to this it is not not free obviously um let me see here and see what the current rate is boop, 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 boop. give me one second here um so it starts off uh, obviously still things are free you can get started um with the cloud for free um but for doing any sort of professional work and or um having a couple more features uh you Hey, and let's see here. Get started. Boom, boom. All right. The costs start from uh, boom, boom. plans. Here we go. So for the free version, you can uh, update. Uh, you can have two what they are calling things. Um, and I think it's probably worth talking about what the difference between things and devices. Um, so a thing is um it's kind of i would say it's the virtual concepts it's a it's the virtual item so a, a device is an actual arduino board be it an arduino nano the rp2040 whether it's the maker uh 1010 the device is the board that's the physical thing that you're going to go put somewhere and you got to connect and 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 lash together one the, the the virtual representation of that in the cloud is called they're calling it a thing um so you could have um um it's a little abstract and definitely it's a little bit weird because it is kind of a one-to-one -one. the things the device is still a one-to-one -one relationship um but for coding purposes the idea is things are the virtual representation devices are the physical thing that sits out in the world um, and then there's dashboards, which lets you, you know, either read the sen the sensor data that's coming off of one of these devices. Um, there's also the ability to send uh, uh, data or uh, you know interactions from the cloud out to the device. So you like you have a, a virtual button that when you press it, it causes something to happen out in the real world. Um, there's also a uh, mobile app, uh, both for Android and iOS. Um, that lets you look at your dashboards and also, you know, so you can read data as well as uh, send button presses and whatnot out. Um, so it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, again, the free the free version is two devices or two things, um, unlimited dashboards. Uh, it only keeps um, uh, sketches up to 100 megabytes, and uh, you only get to keep your data, the cloud data. So like the states, the temperature sensors uh you only can retain that data for uh 200 or uh, for one day um and you get 200 samples or 200 seconds per day of compilation time um which again like so basically you 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 know if you're writing the code in the cloud uh obviously the compilation that creates the the actual uh binary file that goes out to the device is compiled on the cloud too they limit that so if you're doing again basically the bottom is if you're doing really big complex things probably not the the right solution but um to a hobbyist a maker 
good entry level zero dollars. But for two bucks a month, um, I think it's if it's billed year, let's say if it's billed yearly, yeah, there's an entry level, it's two dollars a month, um, billed at a yearly rate, which, which I guess we come at to what 24 bucks a month, uh, 24 bucks a year, 25 bucks. Uh, you get 10 things, unlimited dashboards. Now you get unlimited storage for your sketches, so you're no longer constrained to 100 megabytes. Um, 15 days of uh, data retention, unlimited compilation time, the ability to perform over-the-air updates and APIs that lets you, again, talk back um, and do some other uh, neat things. Um, from there, the really thing that changes is at the $6 a month, um, option you get 90 days of retention time 25 things but the other cool thing is the ability to do dashboard sharing so um with uh dashboard sharing basically that's kind of how i'm helping my clients um have the ability to i can turn over to them and they can go off and use the device once i'm done building it and installing it but again, I have the ability to make changes and updates as they need it, but they can still, so I, the dashboard is kind of, it's not just the, for viewing data, it's again, for controlling things too. So if you press a button to turn a motor on. Um, so for me, I can, sir, I can help, um, my clients, uh, again, not just that initial fielding and I don't have to go out to their, uh, location every time I need to make changes. I can do things remotely, um, and, and quickly, um, which, you know, in our world, that kind of makes people happy. Um, so I would definitely check it out. There is um, uh, the Portenta for the, so the, 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 there's like, those are like, they call those their individual levels. Um, there are things for schools and businesses that, um, you know, different price points. Um, and uh, again, for the professional uh, boards that are coming out from Arduino, the Portenta line. Um, but check it out, arduino.cc. Um, you can learn more, look for the uh, link on their uh, cloud plans. Uh, with that, let's see what has been going on otherwise. So uh, a big thing in my world lately has been is is learning the um, the thread protocol, the new Internet of Things um a uh, promise that one day all our devices will be able to talk to each other. Um, and so, you know, the need of having the day of the, uh, um, uh, you know, if, if it's a wise camera, you need to have the wise app. If it's a nest thing, you have to have the nest app. So hopefully the future promise is that, um, products that are built on thread, um will be more interoperable um and it's cool because coming out of the industrial world where uh you know we've never really in, uh, there's been convergence to certain things like backnet and modbus but still um it's not it's not just plug and play like say i don't know like you're in comparing IT stuff to industrial stuff, it's kind of, it's not quite a apples to apples, but, um, you know, for instance, like, you know, every, pretty much if you buy a printer today, it doesn't matter. Printers are going to work on Mac, Windows, Linux. Um, it, it just works. Um, 
But then again, it's computer, human to computer, computer to another machine. You know, a lot of the Internet of Things is devices talking to devices, things that we really don't, uh, you know, that we're doing now, but um, it's a pain in the butt. Uh, so anyway, the future, and this is, it's got a lot of legs because it's got everybody, it's got the Apples of the Googles, the Samsungs of the world, the Amazon of the world agreeing that, um, you know, yeah, we need to make things interoperate and that's going to make, cause again, rising ship lifts, uh, rising sea lifts all ships. So if we're all in this together, uh, the consumers especially will be happy because this is kind of, I think, geared at the, um, you know, not just the consumer space, not just like, um, your home, but you know retail uh you know residential retail medical facilities maybe not factories but um you know certainly places that you know it, the building is kind of generic um and the you know you just want things to kind of work for either as a homeowner um or as you know a facility manager so been tackling that learning that and incorporated that into some proof of concept projects and uh it's been it's been in, it's been interesting to say the least um especially coming in coming out of the more industrial world uh and with that so let's let's speaking of this googles and the samsungs and the uh amazons and who else of the world uh, the story that i want to kind of kind of uh break down this week comes to us from i believe let's see here the verge was it um yeah so it is an article um, uh, from The Verge uh, regarding um, Google, Amazon uh, have basically gone on the record saying that they, you know, with these smart web cameras in your house, um, they might let the police see your video without a warrant. Uh, whereas Arlo, Apple, Wise, and Anker um, have... Uh, at least according to this article confirmed to CNET that they would not give authorities access to your smart homes cameras unless they are shown a warrant subpoena or some other type of court order. Whereas Google and Amazon apparently will, if they come a knocking, um, will, will kind of, uh, just, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not necessarily requiring a warrant or subpoena. Uh, Google has said they haven't yet used this power this year, whereas Amazon has admitted to already uh, doing it approximately a dozen times this year alone. Um, so basically, what the what, what Google and um, Amazon are saying is that in a very in, in it's times of emergency, um, we we will. Uh, go ahead and share this sort of data with law, uh, law enforcement. And they kind of give an example of things here, what they constitute um, uh, bomb threats, school shootings, kidnapping, suicide prevention, and missing persons cases uh, might be enough where uh, request for emergency may deem emergency and they would... Um, these emergency disclosure requests... Uh, and they would go ahead and, and do it without uh, waiting for a court order. Um, whereas it's very interesting that um, Apple and Wise kind of go on the different side of it, saying if it's if the situation is dire enough to come to us, then it's dire enough that they can go straight to a court and get um, get the warrant 
um and then and then serve that to the company um yeah right because that's even before this internet of things was a thing um you're right you if there was something even an emergency um you you'd follow basically how we've established our our rules our laws and rules and uh our social norms of how we want to govern our society um that the police don't have just carte blanche that we do have uh, some sort of inherent right as citizens to privacy so um to me just basically i'm i do have a a uh what do i call it a uh ring cam from amazon um but most of my other stuff is from wise so uh it definitely makes me think hmm, maybe it's time to replace my ring camera with some another solution from uh wise or um anchor um and now they're just not giving more money to amazon um so yeah so so my my thought on this is that uh kudos to the apples and the wises and the anchors and uh, a shame on you on to the googles and the amazons of the world um you know we're on a we're on a very slippery slope um to a security state and authoritative an authoritarian state in my personal humble opinion um and technology which kind of you know freaks me out is and is being a technologist being an engineer someone who's built this world uh it's scary to see um how people who don't necessarily have a technology background um especially those that get into uh roles of we'll say public trust um see this as tools to infringe on our rights as citizens um in the name of quote unquote making their jobs easier which i don't think you know as a military veteran um you know i'm always i love the the quote from the from battlestar galactic i think it was the first episode where uh commander adama gives the quote to the president Roslin about um you know there's a reason you separate the police and the military the the police are there to um or, uh, the military is there to to uh combat the the enemies of the state and um and the police are there to serve and protect the people and when the military becomes the police um the enemies tend to become the people so that's something that has, has always st stood with me as a military officer was you know and, and the reason we take an oath to the constitution and not to um the president or senior officers but we, we take as an officer you take an oath to the constitution so these things that seem like they're just you know just words or they're just concepts i think people that say that um are using it to in to infringe on our rights i think people that go oh it's just it's just a it's just um you know you're 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 gonna let the bad guys win no what we do is we 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 give up our rights willingly when we we make that transaction when we give up our rights um to you know and i know that ben franklin's quote is not quite uh, um means what it what it kind of is translated or what it means today so you know franklin was was quoted as saying um uh those who give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety 
deserve neither liberty nor safety. And now, granted, he was talking about the ability of the Pennsylvania General Assembly to tax the Penn family and the, to help protect the frontier towns and stuff like that, which actually was a pro-taxation quote. Um, basically, he was saying that, you know, the General Assembly shouldn't accept a lump sum from the, the Penn family that to give up their ability to actually tax the Penn family is anyway, that notwithstanding the quote of the idea that if you give up your, if you give up security, if you give up uh, privacy um, or security, uh, a privacy in the name of security, you're on a very dangerous slope. And I see that all the time, um, especially with a lot of friends who are working law enforcement. Um, there is this notion of, of an authoritarian state that's emerging where people just think the laws don't apply to them or that, you know, that, you know, if you, if you don't make things as easy for law enforcement as possible, then, then you're on the side of the bad guy. And I would definitely, again, as a former military officer, push back on that and say, no, what we are doing, the job uh, is not to make your life easier. It's not to make your job easier. Our job is to protect and defend the constitution, and all the rights that emerge from that as well as the responsibilities that we have as citizens too. But protecting our society and protecting our values is more important. And again, I, I ascribe to the quote that I would rather have a thousand bad guys go free than, than one single uh, innocent person get sentenced to jail, right? That's just how I see the world. Um, so I'm, I'm very much on the pro of the side of, of liberty matters, that freedom matters, that that is truly what our, our, change to you know what we as the united states of america brought to the world was this notion that um yes we are we are we're all in this together and we have to work together but personal liberty um is key and i just i just I'm very scared because we seem to be in this we're racing down this and it's on both sides of the aisle of um you know not unless it's legislated you don't have that right it should be the opposite of the way around right that every you have every freedom except for what is taken away. Not that you are explicitly given you are the government has to explicitly basically take away a right. So like you don't have the right to murder somebody because the government has made that illegal. We have said you cannot kill someone. You cannot take someone else's life. Cool. That's good because that's good for the gent for the, for the common good. Right. But today I see the opposite. Everybody's like, well, you don't have, a, there's no law saying you can do that. Well, yeah, that's, that's the, fracking point is that you don't the government doesn't get to tell you what you can do it only tells you what you can't do and that should be limited and should be held in this in the, in in the smallest um and and so personally um to bring this kind of back full circle um it's a very slippery slope that we're on especially with technology uh basically you know everything 1984 uh, the book 1984 um, set out as something to be worried about is, is kind of happening. And it's not only is it not only is it happening, it's we as the consumers are, are, and the, you don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good pluses to this technology. It's just that we are allowing government and yes, law enforcement is a part of government. And I hate to tell you people that don't think that, but yes, law enforcement is an arm of the government. Um, we're letting government, kind of interfere uh in our our, our 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 rights as citizens too much in my opinion 
Um, and I think that we need to be very conscious of that fact and put into place. And just like laws can restrict what we can and uh, as citizens do, laws can also restrict uh, in regulations and policies can restrict what governments uh, can do. Uh, because ultimately, remember, we... We the we are the government. I mean, here's the thing, right? Ultimately, government is not. There's no such thing as the government. The government is us. We the people. All of us, you know, through elections, deciding uh, lawmakers. You know, we are technically a republic. We don't we don't directly vote on things. We elect public officials. We we that um, go in and enact laws in our name. And if we don't like it, we vote the person out and we put someone in who changes the laws and whatnot. So. Um, my point is, is that we need to, I think that as we um, move forward in our future elections, we need to look at, at all levels from the, from local to state to, to federal, look at our candidates who are running for office and ask those tough questions of where do you stand on this divide between security and privacy, technology enabling things um, that, you know, people seem to be, especially again, in the law enforcement world, abusing, in my opinion, um, you know, because of the slivers, right? Yeah. Today it's an emergency, right? We call it, you know, uh, someone's quote unquote, you know, there, there could be valid things, right? There is things that are certainly emergency. You'd see, but real fast and real quick, especially certain parts of the, you know, that can be used to target people of, of minorities of, you know, LGBTQ. There's a lot of, there's a lot of bad things that left unchecked, you know, we can, we, you know, under the name of doing good, we actually do bad, especially to, um, uh, minorities, to, to groups that are, um, you know, typically targeted by governments. Um, so anyway, that's, that's kind of my rant for the day. Um, I'll link to the article. You can make your own decision and, and thoughts about it. Um, and uh, I guess with that, uh, hopefully we're going to be back. I don't know kind of what schedule I'm going to be on. I definitely want to do this more frequently. Um, Gears of Resistance is kind of, again, you know, I, I, I kind of felt like I spread myself too thin. I have, you know, I had my business is Green Shoe Garage. I was trying to do the podcast and trying to keep like 8,000 social media apps update with all your different accounts came too much. So basically everything is under the green shoe garage green shoe garage is my business that's how most people know me uh that's going to be where all my socials are going forward it's just that gears of resistance is quote unquote the podcast of green shoe garage so i'm going to link things out on the green shoe garage's twitter account um on the facebook page um can gears of resistance is just the, the the title for this particular uh podcast um and blog um Although I might try out the medium app and try to write some more things there. Kind of got to go where the people go instead of forcing the people to you kind of thing. I've always believed in that. Now I got to put my money where my mouth is. Um, but anyway, greenshoegarage.com. Uh, the links to everything will be there. Um, I'll look on the connect us and you'll see our social media page. You can go off and connect. However you so choose. We're trying to, you know, trying to do as many that are popular. I can't obviously chase every uh, platform. Um, but we'll try to find the ones that we seem to get traction on and we'll, we'll find those. Um, so with that, thank you all very much for listening. Have a great rest of your week until we talk next time. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll talk soon. Bye.